Everything, any given object, any particular thing that is, its rationale for being there is everything that's juxtaposed to it. So for you to be the reason that you are is that you are contradistinct to everything that isn't you. It is that polarity of the object and the background which creates the rationale for all things that are. Everything that exists is perfectly encapsulated by that which isn't it. It's perfectly surrounded by it. Everything that is, is at the center of all that is. Everything that is has as its point everything that isn't it. It is epicentral to existence. This is one of the miracles of how existence has been put together. That any given locality is the center. If I asked you to point in any direction away from you, to its further extent, you would say, well, above me, it goes into infinity. Below me, it goes to infinity. To the right of me, it goes to infinity. To the left of me, the same. 
as is ahead of me and is behind me, which means I am perfectly encapsulated by infinity. I'm in the middle of it all. And this is true for any given thing that is. Any given thing that is, is in the middle of it all. It also makes makes um, makes a mockery of our sense of hierarchy that we like to celebrate as human beings of pecking orders of one's more significant than the other because in a sense which place is closest to the fire which place is at the center all places at the center so this idea that some people are more significant than others is absolutely illusory. It's one of the miracles that we celebrate on this path, which is why we are called fukara. We are called the impoverished ones because we recognize this. This essential sameness, if you like, of all things. <coughs> the um, another way of of expressing this idea that nothing exists by itself or of itself is that everything is informed by what isn't the thing. And the easiest way to understand this is to think of one's own body. You think, yeah, I am separate from the world. But uh, what is this thing, this body made up of? Well, it's made up of minerals and water and, and energy and all things that have come from outside of my body, which means my body is made up from what isn't my body. The Buddhist way of expressing this is to say any given thing is empty of its own nature. It's informed by everything else. So anything that exists, exists at the behest of, by grace of, and as, the, as a, um, a boon of, other than itself. We often hear people describe themselves as self-made people. Nothing could be more offensive to life than that claim. There's no such thing as a self-made human being. I'm a self-made man, or I'm a self-made woman. That's nonsense. You are made up of what isn't you. Not only are you made up by what isn't you, you exist for what isn't you. You don't exist for yourself. It is as if the whole universe is like a huge body. It functions organically. That the one thing's demise feeds the other thing. That uh, each part of the universe interacts and flows into every other part, informs, exists for the other part. So a way to understand this is to think about your own body 
that um, any given organ, let's say your liver, doesn't exist for your liver. Your liver produces stuff which is good for the rest of the body. And the rest of the body produces stuff that the liver needs. Which means to say, the liver doesn't exist for itself, it exists for other than itself. And so too with any given thing that exists, it doesn't exist for itself, it exists for other than itself. It has come from other than itself, and it is destined back to other than itself, and it exists for other than itself. That's, the, that's an existential rule. That's a rule of how, how existence has been stitched together. And we as human beings are just a subset of that rule. That rule puts all of our narcissism all of our egocentricity and all of our selfishness at tremendous risk. Because there's no, it's, it's, you know, a person who, who tries to hold on to a peace for themselves, who tries to manage their affair for themselves, tries to run a life, their life for themselves, is picking a fight with the whole of existence. Because they're going against the fundamental rule of existence. To be is to be generous. <coughs> there's, there's nothing that you perceive would be perceived if it didn't announce itself, if it didn't impart itself. I mean, even visually, if now if I'm looking at you, there's light that leaves you, transcends the space between me and you and comes into my... You're giving of yourself all the time. Everything that is, gives of itself. The moment the thing stops giving of itself, it dies. It disappears. So if you stop giving of yourself, you disappear. To be, is to be generous. Not to be generous, therefore, is to cease to exist. Generosity is a fundamental quality of all existence. So we've, we've indeed put together a very toxic and very um, illusory world. But we honestly are of the view that we need to manage things in our own interest and, and, and act on the basis of our own um, needs and protect ourselves and live for ourselves. Because this is this is not how this is how this is not how life works, and if we live like that, then um, we are we're putting ourselves at cross purposes to a design which is infinitely bigger than ourselves, and will therefore destroy us. It's like a man putting himself in the way of a steamroller. You know, there's, one doesn't require much intelligence to work out who's going to win and who's going to lose. There's an inexorable unstoppable momentum to the generosity of existence which you put yourself at cross purposes to when you act on the basis of your own interests and when you act on the basis of your narcissistic um, fascination with your own significance
Every time you take a self-serving motive into the world in the fullness of time, that self-serving motive uh, delivers you with um, calamitous loss. Every time you act unconditionally in the interests of other than yourself, that moment eventually bears fruit of of uh, transcendent uh, victory because then you are acting in concert with things as they are whereas when you're acting on the basis of your self-interest you're putting yourself at cross-purpose to how things are the end of the day only competence that is of any use to a human being is not a competence in accumulating and in acquisition and in gain. It's a competence in loss. Because that's the final test. The final test is our ability to irrevocably lose everything because that's what death asks of you. This is a competence that you cannot wait to learn for later precisely because you don't know when you're going to face that examination Subhanallah, the